Internet. This is episode 184 of the Tech Podcast in 30. Again, just like the previous episode, because Heim Time is bored and can't fill the eight hours a day that he would normally spend trying to, to wade through a gaggle of, of sweaty adolescents, uh, we have to do a second podcast right in a row. And the well, topic, people don't know that. You see, people, I'm not going to release this back to back. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you were going to, but I wanted the public to know that that is why we are doing two shows in a row. It's like we want, two good shows. I think the last show was very good. And it's I think like this show would be good too. It's like who wants to be a millionaire? They do like ten in a row. Regis has to go change his tie fifty times, and then 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 we're done. Okay, sorry to to break the the, the fourth wall or something. All right. Hi, uh, you want to talk about data caps because I guess you and Rifka are having uh, you're having marital issues because she she is is using too much data streaming what is ice ice truck trollers whatever it is and you ice are truckers no no I actually I made it a point to keep my unlimited plan I have an unlimited data unlimited as in really unlimited not like AT and T's we slow down when we feel like an unlimited plan. Right, right, right. So I don't have to worry about data caps. And did you already write the letter to the consumerists that you're going to, to executive email bomb uh, Verizon when they change that or what? Well, look, we're, there's there's a few ba- people that are that are holding on to their unlimited data plans, and every year it gets harder and harder and harder to keep it. And for whatever it is, T-Mobile still has something. But I'm grandfathered into the previous. Okay, well. let's let's get Paul in here. We didn't do the introductions at the top of the show. Everyone knows who we are, uh, and they're all very excited by it. But Paul, it seems like you're the only one of the three of us that that has that is constrained uh, by your data limits, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I used to have an unlimited data plan, and this this conversation really almost goes back to you know my experience with having unlimited data and then moving to a restricted plan. Um, my, my, one of the things I noticed is that you know I had to change my, my phone behavior. I had no problem previously you know streaming a Netflix movie um, like every day even and, and, and now it's something I have to be conscious of. I, I, I can't do it. I, I go my, my, my family plan ends up going over the data limit or, or 10 gigabytes or whatever. Um, and I, I think there's an interesting dynamic between, you know, data caps and, and mobile phone usage. So let's just, there, there's two things that come to mind here. One, going over the data cap, people people treat it like it is the worst thing in the world. Even affluent people who can easily afford the overages, some of them want to avoid it like the plague. And the reality is, if you thought of it, if, if you thought of it that there was no cap to begin with and that everything was metered, you can just psychologically deal with it. You say to yourself, is it worth it? Not, am I going over or under the cap? But I'm in the position where I have to go out on the Barnegat Bay in just the right place to avoid even having cell coverage if I want an excuse not to be on my cell phone. That's where I'm at. I mean, I never can, I can't get, I can't get away from, I always have an update, I don't know. Coverage and, and, and on my plan. So Paul, what, what are the implications though from your perspective? Is that you can't take a FaceTime call and, and that's an important thing to do, or that you can't play a game, or that you can't download a movie exactly when you want to see it. Yeah, obviously, um, I would watch streaming movies before, and that's something <coughs> I wouldn't dare to do now. I might take an occasional FaceTime or Skype call, um, although I, I try to avoid it. 
because even without doing those things, I have gone over data plans. Maybe the NSA is just is just tracking you, and somehow your your mobile carrier is like billing you. The, the well, let me first ask you this, Justin: Are you do you have uh, cable vision? I have. I'm either at an office or a home that has cable vision or FiOS. Okay, so so I don't have cable vision, and I don't have Comcast, so I I don't have the Wi-Fi everywhere feature that that. Okay, I mean I I find that I have to turn it off more. You know, while I'm driving because it's picking up hot spots. But okay. Okay, so so GPS do GPS all the time. I am my phone. I use. I mean, it's it's. I use it a lot, and yes, it's always always streaming map data, always streaming. I, I speaking of John Oliver, uh, off the air a little bit ago. Um, I I've taken to using HBO Go as background noise instead of the radio. While I'm driving, well, so I'm, can you quickly get your 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 date? Your, I will try to get the data usage because I have mine up. But it sounds like you're metered, but you're really not because you just whether you're at home or you're in your office, you don't necessarily have to worry about it. I'm a little more out there now. I don't really have a problem. I don't go over, and I'm going to lie to you right now. I generally don't go over two gigabytes, but recently I have a lot. Let me see. And and it sounds like Paul just blows it all out of the water, and he he like takes the crown by by many more times over. Paul, do you use your work Wi-Fi to stream stuff? Because my people all I, I've been looking at the data. Not yeah, and I, I have I have work Wi-Fi on whenever I'm at work. So so I just by the way, oh, somehow wait, hold on, weird. I, I honestly cannot even account for this. It, the it says that now there's. Oh, because there's rollover on the AT&T account now. So the amount went up for free at some point from 10 to 15. After yes. I, okay, I got that, and now there's rollover. So this month between – it's really just me and my brother who use data, and then my mother might see some, but it's, it's 2.13 gigabytes of 24.19 used so far. And there are 16 days left in the billing cycle. So two and a half divided amongst two people or just really you? It's probably just me. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can drill down and see. Well, no, no, but okay. So you, so you're using about two gigs, and you're saying there's ten days left. Sixteen days left in the cycle. So you're halfway. So you're gonna be. So you're probably looking at three or so. Okay, I have used one point five two gigabytes. My brother has used point six one, and that that's actually zero for everyone else. It says. I don't know why. But oh, with I roll. Mean, with rollover now, I, I I mean it's effective. It's it was effectively unli- I'm almost thinking I should now go and, and reduce the amount depending on what the cost is. Frankly. Well, so T-Mobile a few months ago started that. That's one of their uncarriers that they're going to roll over data. And AT&T said, you know what? We'll allow you to roll over, but only for a month. Where T-Mobile was for a year, and then they're going to give you something. So my question earlier was maybe I don't need the unlimited because I use two gigs, two point one gigs, one point eight five gigs. Maybe I don't need it. Maybe if I get close, you know what? I'll start downloading the podcast at home. I'll start downloading the app updates when I'm on Wi-Fi, and I'll only use the phone when I'm out and not download all these videos. So but then I said, you know what? I just don't care. Well, how how much money are we talking about here? Arm? How what's the most you could save without changing your own without changing your behavior, only changing the the billing at at T-Mobile's end? Okay, because my wife and I are lines four and five. 
we pay $30 a month for unlimited everything, data, text, phone. So if I were to just go to one gig or whatever it is now, two gigs, it would, it would, I would drop it down to $10 a month. So I would effectively save $20 a month on each line, which I guess adds up. And if I go over the two gigs, then I pay them whatever their token amount is, $10, and I'm done with it. Yeah, so it, it's, it's a weird consumer psychology thing. Like, are we at... The, the the double cheeseburger only because we see that there's a, a I think that's where I'm at that because 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 I'm also nervous about I I much rather not use public Wi-Fi but I'll give it to you I'll tell you this month uh, my cycle is on the 21st so we've like 10 days left I'm at I don't even know we're at the six so we have 15 days left I'm at one and a half gigs but the month before that I was at 4.53. The month before that I was 2.32, and the month before that I was at 1.25. So, I mean, I'm effectively under 2, but I always feel like, you know what, now that we're streaming more music, that's going to go up. I'm going to start streaming more and more and more, because with the baby or whatever it is, that, especially streaming music, that's going to account now for almost half of it. Okay, Paul, where are you at when you hear Himes and my situation? I mean, and like, are... Is it time to get uh, you and the wife to, to, to get a date, like a, a, a cell plan that does what you want, or do you think you're just going to have more Wi-Fi in your life? Where, where are you going? I mean, I, I have more Wi-Fi in my life. I use Wi-Fi every day because I don't take the risk on my data. I, I use Wi-Fi every day whenever I can instead of instead of data, and I am still into my data plan. I'm looking at least two or three gigs in. Well, I mean, you also have to take into account that using public Wi-Fi is a security risk. So now, unless you're VPNing it, that's another avenue that you most 99% pe of the people just don't care about. But there are people that do care about that. I'm not convinced it's, it's, a, it's a, a meaningful security risk. Well, I mean, for anything in the Google world, it's not, I don't know. But it, it, I guess there's a, there's a, I, I don't even know I, I mean, these people must exist that for money reasons or for lifestyle reasons their cell phone is might be their only internet and then they go home they literally put the cell phone make the cell phone into a hotspot if they have a laptop there, at home there are absolutely I absolutely there are people exactly like that but think about during Sandy when they knocked out when they knocked out cable for. Um, for what is it, ten days or fifteen days, and people are going over, and all the three carriers said, "Hey, you know what? We're not going to charge you for that." Or you go to a hotel, you go to a hotel, and the internet's twenty dollars a day, or you use your data. Okay. But yes, I don't travel that much for that to be a problem, and maybe it's it's worth looking into either Google Fi or Ting or some sort of. You know what? Pay for only what you use. I don't even know what Ting is, Harry. What is Ting? Ting is an MVNO. They they're off Sprint. They basically you you pay as you go. You have this base plan. I think you're. If you, I think you're you're probably looking for trouble if you're if you're on a, a mobile virtual whatever virtual no, operator MVNOs. of of Sprint though. Sprint is is, is, well, is that's a different story. But Google Fi is using now T-Mobile and Sprint and Wi-Fi. It will completely hand off. And from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing pretty good things about it. 
and it says $20 a month gets you uh, just phone and text, and then $30 a month, it's not exactly cheap, gets you one gig, and if you use more than one gig, it charges you $10. If you use less than it, then it credits you back. I mean, okay, again, that's getting a little complicated. I, I, I don't want to be, no one wants to be in a position where they're, like, deciding whether or not they can respond to, you know, it's not, so it's, it, a text, it's, it's no longer metering by the text message, which, of course, in, even in its heyday was absurd, metering now by, you know, uh, the the actual data used, people don't want to feel like they, they can or cannot respond based on, on... But I think the psychological issue of what you said is is exactly the case. I'm afraid, I'm 100% afraid that my usage is going to go up and I'm never going to be able to get this plan again, that I keep it and I pay more money than I probably should for it. Exactly. Where, where What you're saying is, you know what, as it goes up, you know what, the price is going to go down your AT&T went from 10 gigs to 30 gigs, or 10 to 15 to 30, or... With the and, rollover, or whatever. And then rollover and everything else. That, okay, you just have to be careful. What I have noticed, and this is this is bit me, this is bit everyone I know, is that when you turn on either Apple Photo, any sort of photo in the cloud service, it wants to upload everything it has. So you hit OK, and then it starts uploading. It's funny that, it's funny that you say that, because I have purposely... I let um, the photos get uploaded via the cellular network, and, and the principle behind that is, I mean, I'm not, look, to be honest, it's not like I take really important photos, but the the in the off chance that I'm in a situation where I'm taking a photo that's going to be used by the newspaper, and I drop my phone on the train tracks as I'm doing it, and the phone is destroyed, hopefully in those split seconds the photo was like uploaded to Google or something. But I, I'm still not hitting my cap. No, no, but what I'm saying is you get somebody who's never touched any of these backup services and you're showing that to them or whatever, or they just happen to turn it on. They're listening to us and say, oh, let's go to Google Photos. They turn it on and it says backup now and they click OK and now all of a sudden they're hitting their five gig, whatever their cap is because Google just started uploading. And this has bit very many people that I know. I, I mean, I've seen that with, with people, especially I found with the younger ones who just like turned off Wi-Fi and didn't know it for six days until they got an angry call from mom and dad who they wouldn't have talked to if mom and dad didn't get an angry call from Verizon or something. Well, yeah, so the, the last thing, the last topic that I have with this, and we're halfway through, is, is T-Mobile offers, and maybe this is why I'm not so high on my actual data, if you have certain uh, music subscriptions, they will not count that against your data. So Apple Music is coming. They have Google Play Music. They have Spotify. They have RDO. They have Pandora. So if you listen to those, those don't count, which sounds like a great thing, but somebody mentioned to me, hey, that could be a net neutrality issue. Well, of course it is. I, I, but it sounds like this is why terrestrial radio is really dead, 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 dead. But Paul... It, it, it seems like Paul is a person that would actually potentially be drawn to Paul. If 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 somehow whatever your cell carrier is made a deal with Apple Music, would that make it more likely that you would switch from Spotify to Apple Music and pay the ten bucks a month to Apple in order to alleviate oh, yeah. concerns? Okay, so yeah, it so it, it works that way. 
If you have yeah, un- but that's but that's a violation of net neutrality. Just because it's the service that you want doesn't make it right. Okay, but if you you're the one that's talking about it, Heim. if you right. if you have unlimited data, why would you give a crap whether or not any service would get have its data comped? Well, what I love is T-Mobile went from whatever plan it was, $70 a month unlimited to $80 a month unlimited. But if you got that $80 a month unlimited, you got Rhapsody, the Rhapsody service free. Mm-hmm. And I and I go to them and say, do I get that? I mean, I have unlimited. I really don't care. But would the data be uh, uh, waived? And they go, well, no, because you have the old unlimited. If you have the new unlimited, which will cost you $10 more, you'll get it free. Hold on, Rhapsody still exists? They have a reincarnation. That was actually pretty good. It was pretty good until Spotify destroyed them. It wasn't Rhapsody somehow related to Real Player. That's all. Yeah, like it. it was the it was the company, and then they spun off. And Rhapsody actually had a lot of good things going for it. Okay. And then Spotify came about, and and we talked about that. I, I I'd like to go into the handoff issue because in principle, I would like to trust Optimum Wi-Fi to grab any of my devices' connections at any time, and you know, I'll, I'll use their public Wi-Fi. But it's just, I think it's a tough thing to do, or it just doesn't work. I don't know if it's tough or not. I can imagine it being a tough technological issue. Um, and I, want, I kind of want IP everything. I don't like, I, I don't want SMS messages, which still come into my life at some time. And I don't want regular phone calls. I don't, I don't want it over the cell network. Because I don't, tr- I, as good as at and services I only know it from the IP end. I, I, I avoid accepting calls um, on the, the, the you know on the, as a regular cell call. So if I could if I could assume that between Wi-Fi I could treat Wi-Fi as being exactly equal to connect being connected to AT&T's network, that would be pretty cool to me. Well, remember, you saw? Did you see the free cell commercials from Optimum for ten dollars a month? They'll give you. You mean free wheel? Free wheel. Well, that's the so that's partially what I'm saying, but that's only the Wi-Fi slice of it. What I'm saying is, but could you get a, could you use that almost exclusively? You know, it's it's funny that you say that because just of course this makes no sense. But part of what I thought I, I said to myself, well, worst case scenario, I put uh, the hotspot on on my phone, which of course is like a catch-22 or at least oxymoronical or something. I, no, of course I could not because I'm in the car too much. I, I have to drive too much. No, but if you had a Garmin, G- if you had a GPS. No, no, because, I mean, then if the car is a 100% a dead zone to me communication-wise, that, that's not going to work. Um, and and I want, I don't want to listen to 93.9 for my NPR. I want it on the NPR app, you know. So... But if, if 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 the handing off worked perfectly, I would I would like that, and I wouldn't have to worry about turning Wi-Fi off before I drive through Newark. Newark, every restaurant has a Wi-Fi hotspot. So, it's if if I want to use Google Maps, I you best believe I'm turning off Wi-Fi. How come Newark? How come every restaurant in Newark has it? But if you go into Manhattan, not every it's very hard to find free Wi-Fi. I, I, think, I don't know if if if, if Optimum or, or it's, I think it's, it's a lot of Time Warner cable there. I don't know if they promote it as much. Um, and it seems like restaurants in Manhattan are more inclined to, to like brand their Wi-Fi a little bit and use one of those routers that automatically. Look, like if you go through Highland Park. If you walk, if you drive on Main Street through Highland Park, you could be on 100% Wi-Fi 
from the new Welcome to New Brunswick sign to the Welcome to Edison sign. Okay, but during that time, see, this is where it, it's not only handing off Wi-Fi to sell to Wi-Fi; it's also Wi-Fi hotspot to hotspot to hotspot. Correct. That screws things up all the time. I think it's coming because I think that was one of the things Google Fi was supposed to make better, but it's still it, we still can't go complete Wi-Fi yet, and I think that's the bigger problem. So the data cap still still exists because you can't do that. I mean, Paul, are you? Are you still going on Yelp and seeing if there are tips for for the Wi-Fi, uh, you know, password when you get to a password restaurant? Tip. When you get to the restaurant for the first time, I mean, is that a thing? Yes. I, I, I check in on, on on Swarm and I see some tips and, and if I see a tip like that, um, I'll, I'll I'll use it. But it's not something to go out of my way to do. I didn't know that was a thing. That is a thing, but if you're if you're in that situation, you're the, to me the dinner is already ruined. Screw it, you know. But you got to do the no cell phones till the bill comes. Uh, yes, I've been I've been in a few bar situations where people tried to implement that procedure. I, I don't I, I don't do it anyway. And now with the with the Apple Watch, I guess it's 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 easier. Is that cheating, by the way? Does that count, Heim? You can only use your phone to accept messages. You cannot reply. What does that mean to accept a message? You can see the message. So if it's an emergency, right? You would, uh, if it's an, like if the daycare is calling and saying uh, the baby is sick, come get the baby. That's an incoming message, and then you can excuse yourself. You don't want to miss an emergency. But if, but, but the, the second that you type out a response to it, it is no longer an emergency. Okay, it's it's the emergency thing is a slippery slope. I guess if you have a child between the ages of zero and five, there's more likely to be an emergency than if you don't have that. But I, I in this in a human being's life, there are two or three circumstances where a text message can ever be the harbinger of an actual emergency where it's time sensitive to respond. That that's but let the, the, let's we can there's a whole show on that time when you start your educational podcast or your teachers podcast with yes. I will I will see the topic because I, I talked about it with someone who might do the show with you that I and I said to him it was unacceptable for him to to keep his Apple Watch in a mode where it was it was sent it was giving him notifications while he was teaching and I stand by that in any case it, well, it's it's. Are we are we seeing the top of the data offerings? Do you think people's data usage starts going down, or is it still going to explode for another few years? Mm, I think that there's going to be a unification of sorts between cellular data and at-home Wi-Fi. Um, I don't think people think about it, though. I think we think about it a lot. I don't think everyone, everyone thinks about it so much. But I feel remember, remember when we saw... Remember when uh, when when cable companies said this is the speed level one to two megabits per second was good enough to send a few emails and that's it. And now as as the years go by, one to two megabytes is basically you don't even say it; it's unusable. Mm -hmm. Now you need fifteen to twenty to do a few emails. <laughs> Are we getting to that point? point? Well, the point is, oh, if you're so you go into a, you go into a Verizon store and they say, and and Grandma says, hey, I need a, I want a smartphone, which I think right now is cheaper than the regular feature phone. And they say, well, how much data do you want? And the, and the questions start coming. What are you going to do? And Grandma says, oh, I want to watch a few videos. And they push her into the 10 gigabytes a month plan because that's what all the young kids are doing. 
I don't, I don't know. I would look at it this way. I would say to myself, overall, people are consuming more content, like more video, more, more things through their eyes, more things through their ears than they ever have. But even if you think about it before that happened, if terrestrial radio and broadcast TV and phone calls and faxes and letters and home movies are all going to be transported through this thing that we call the internet to small little devices that fit in your pocket that are supposed to be always connected. The only way to do that is through wireless data. And yeah, it's gonna it's going to grow, Heim. That's the answer. It's going do to go up and up. End, do we need a middle end uh, algorithm compression? Middle end, I'm screwing up. Never mind, I lost the joke. <laughs> I'm Silicon Valley reference, guys. Yeah, so I was trying. A middle end compression algorithm. Right. I, I have not seen the show, but I like Mike Judge, and I, I, I have surmised by reading the the reviews that that is their killer prod, their product. They have the, the best compression algorithm for any data in the world, and it's lossless. Yes. So a completely impossible product. That's good, That's good though. I mean, it's it's like... It's. I guess it gets. It gives the show legs, at least, right? Look, it's. 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 Very, if you haven't seen Silicon Valley, it is. It's not Silicon Valley, huh? That's the porn version. Yeah, that's, or that's. That's the plastic surgery version. It's Silicon Valley, yes. Yes, correct. All right, where are we at time, Han? Time. We have some time. All right. Well, if you if you want to if you want to split off into a different topic, then I think we should. Paul and I should do a, a, a debrief on our Apple Watch experience. And you do you have do you have a Google Play Watch thing yet, Han? Well, I have Google Glass. Okay, no. I will then use this. You have four and a half minutes to completely bore our audience. Okay, Paul, where are you at on your watch? I, I would, I tried it on. You gave it to Laura. No, no, I, I I tried it on in the Apple Store, and it was much better than I expected. Mm -hmm. Um, I decided to buy one. Used it for maybe two or three days, and was sort of bummed about it. It wasn't what I thought it would be. But after those three days, I started to love it again. So it's you're at a, you are at a love phase right now, then. Yeah, I love it. Do you I have your it. red rings completed? <laughs> That's the key. His what? The red rings. Are your red rings completed? I, I've been getting, I've, I, I've been getting, I, every day I have enough, almost enough activity. But Paul, let's go back to this. What is it that is keep, keeping you in this love phase? It just ends up integrating seamlessly with what I was already doing. Notifications work really, really, really well. I, I mean, I was at a concert where I would normally not be able to receive a notification just because of the level of noise, and I, I got a buzz on my wrist. I was able to see what it was. I was able to step out. I would normally never be able to step out. So I found that I like it a lot as in like a, just like a toy as a thing that like it's I like it as a watch. I like changing the watch face. I like glancing at it. I like uh, matching the color to like the real love stories at night. No, no. I mean, I guess. But Paul and I are in the same place. It's it's it is a neat thing. It's and I feel. You don't feel like you can ask Siri what time it is. I, I feel like uh, I feel more attached to it, or I feel more pleasure from it. I would say than an iPhone, and it, whereas the iPhone is more utilitarian, and I like it still, of course. But I do. I just feel like a pleasurable 
experience using the watch. Is right? there a killer app for it that you found? No. I, and, and, you know, in fact, I, I think it's really the basic usage of it that I like the most. The, the notifications uh, for, like, my email, and, and I've, I've taken countless phone calls on it, actually. Um, text message, just just basic notifications work really, really well, and I like being able to see that on my wrist, and it works. I like responding okay to people on my wrist, whereas normally, I like, if it's it's in my phone, I might say, I, I would say okay to myself, I got this message, and it take me longer to say okay to the person. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, okay, so this, this, this will be an enjoinder to a future show where we'll do a debrief on the Apple Watch, but I'm interested, Paul, that you and I are in the same place. The only thing is I wish more people had them because um, some of the stuff is gimmicky, um, but, like, Paul, you think I'm ever going to send you my heartbeat again? Or do you miss it? It's not I even mean, your current heartbeat. It's your heartbeat when it took it. I understand that. Right. I mean, it would be cool if more people had it. So now we're going to have to proselytize for it. That's what it comes down to. Okay, let's end this show, Hein. This is the second in a row. My voice is getting yeah. scratchy. Okay. I will... I would like to double down on my like of Radiohead, though, just to bring in the previous show. Now people are getting very confused. I, I, I will... Uh, can you guys do that for me, Paul, instead of judging me? You can like Radiohead. I, I, don't, I don't doubt. Paul, I don't said, Paul said he was over them 10 years ago. I mean, I don't like Radiohead, but if you want to like <laughs> Radiohead, it's fine. The, the crazy electronic... As long as it's not Nickelback, it's it's okay. Okay, all right, thank you. All right, this episode is 184 is completely falling apart. It's our personal Waterloo. Thank you, Han, for making us do two in a row. Okay, okay. this has Bye. been the Tech Podcast N30. Good night.